Here at Motherish, we've always celebrated different approaches to parenting your child. We know that there is no perfect way to feed, sleep, train, or discipline your baby. But did you know that there are actually different parenting styles, like actual titles and categories? Today, we discuss these different styles and see if we fit into any of them. We read the books. We bought the things. We thought we were ready. And then life took our plans and changed them. I'm Karen. I'm Victoria's mommy, and I work in tech. And I'm Pamela. I have a baby boy named Ford, and I'm a journalist. And although we're both first-time working moms, we're actually pretty different. And that's totally okay. Because we both agree that our most important work is raising our kids. We really need each other and can only get through this together. Welcome to Motherish Moments. Hello, we're back. Hi, we're back with an interesting topic. Yes, I'm super excited. I'm going to Karen credit for this one. So Karen came across an article, forwarded to me. I found it very interesting, but also very overwhelming. It's a lot of different yes. styles. I thought it was going to be like, these are the top three cat, you know, parenting mm-hmm. styles. Yeah. You know, I didn't crazy know mom, that. regular mom, and like whatever. <laughs> Hot and mom. No, it was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, perfect. Yeah, I was reading about something else, and then I ran into this, and I was like, whoa. And then it's weird because, like, as I was reading each one of the categories, I was like, is this me? And then I was like, oh no, this is not me. Is this me? me? No, it's not me. And no, then there was to me, I was like, oh my God, this is totally me. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. Then I would go to the next one. I go, oh no, no, this is me. And I was like, Oh, no, no. And then I get... Yeah, so, yeah. But there's one that I was like, oh, this feels a lot like me. And then, no lie, I was like, oh my God, are people going to make fun of me if like I feel like this is me? We got to be honest today. So we're going to break it down. But before, why don't we start with our motherish moment of Ooh, the week? I have one. Go ahead. So the other night, Victoria, uh, in the middle of the night, was tossing and turning and she wouldn't stop moving. And then like that was like 30, 40 minutes of just constantly tossing and turning in her sleep. That she's proceeded to cry. So she woke up and she was crying a lot, which was very out of character for her. And so she's like, Mamá, me duelen mis piernas, me duelen mis piernas. And then she started crying. She goes, Mami, por favor, medicina, me duelen mis piernas. And I was like, what is happening? Juan was on a work trip. And so I was by myself. And, you know, in the middle of the night, God forbid you Google something that is happening in real time with your child immediately. So she was complaining about pain in her legs. Pain in her legs. And so... She asked me for medicine and like, who's the parent here? I gave her medicine because I was like, here, maybe psychologically. She's, like, she's, she's such a smart girl that she knows like the pain must have been that severe where she related it with like, yeah. I need some type of medicine. Yeah, so I gave her some Tylenol and then um, I gave her a little bit of water and then she ended up like falling asleep on top of me because she was so stressed about this pain. And so I was like, show me where it hurts. And she was showing both of her thighs and both of her like calves. And she's like, me duele mucho, me duele mucho. And I was like, this is crazy. When she finally fell asleep, sleep which was like an hour later I started googling and of course at that time I was like okay do not google in the middle of the night everything you're gonna find is gonna be like your child is gonna die and you're like okay stop so it took me a minute to get to sleep or whatever but in the morning I started researching and there is such a thing as growing pains Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. are not necessarily like pain from growing in the moment but There are some children as they near age three and four, and apparently it happens again between ages eight and 12, that they experience like muscle fatigue and like pain behind their knees and stuff because their bodies are adapting to doing so much physical like movement. A lot of time this pain happens like in the afternoons, 
or evenings or in the middle of the night and it can wake them up from the middle of the night and so another thing they said in the article was like if your child wakes up in the morning and feels perfectly fine do not think that they were faking it because as they sleep their body recovers and they do wake up perfectly so fine. she woke up fine did you call your doctor did no. you no I don't like my doctor. So it's I just... Weird. It's so funny. I feel like... And I, I want to publicly thank my doctor, um, Dr. Saga. I text her. This is crazy that I'm texting her at this time. Like, this is like yeah. inconsiderate. That's but I'm amazing. always like, hey, shot in the dark. I don't mean to bother. You may not be available. No need to... You yeah, know, yeah. Be- that's me when I te- used to text my <laughs> gynecologist. That's um, the- And she's so amazing and graceful enough. She always... I mean, I want to say like eight out of ten times. She always gets back to me and... And it's just so comforting for me. I don't feel comfortable. I think a lot of times, even though I feel like nine out of 10 times, you pretty much go in to do whatever she suggested that you do. You just yeah. want kind of like the blessing or the green light. Yeah, affirmation. Yes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I'm a huge doctor texter. Yeah, I don't love my doctor and I have to eventually handle that. But thank God I, I really haven't had the need to go outside of her. Like I've gone only once since her two-year checkup and her three-year checkup is like in a month. So I will probably bring it up at her three-year checkup. I just want to make sure that, you know, if it happens again, which it said it's very likely that it could happen several times, then I'll bring it up. But she was fine. And I just found it like such a crazy thing. So, of course, I text my mom and I was like, mom, did this ever happen with me? And you texted me about it too. And I had just been reading about growing pains, going to let me because I was trying to translate it for another episode. Wow, that's scary though. It was really scary. And I, I literally was like, Oh my God, what's wrong with her? And I know that day, I mean, that was the day where I sent you this video of her dancing in this like red costume. Know, like she was dancing in Valle del Perrito. <laughs> like then she did like fake soccer practice at the park and she walked around the neighborhood. She just so does she she had a, a lot of stuff day. every day. If that ever happens, like, you know, obviously check with your doctor, but I didn't know this was a thing. And now, and now I do. Okay, so my motherish moment of the week, we had our first official school event where parents got to meet other parents and we kind and I got to put a, a face to the name for the other children in his classroom. It was a family picnic. It was like in a beach park here in Miami. It was the day after I had a wine tasting. Oh, <laughs> um, so of course I don't really drink as much as I, you know, I mean, I've never been a heavy drinker, but mm-hmm. it was a wine tasting. I had a lot of wine the night before. I feel like you're a lightweight though. I am. I am. I really like yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, like you don't. It's not that you drink a lot, but you're just like one, you know, one and a half drinks, and you're like, woo. Yes. So <laughs> I was definitely like wooing, you know, yeah. all night Friday night. The next morning we had this family picnic. Of course, I'm like doing the whole sunglasses, like don't talk to me, you know. Like, it was just like what are the odds that the following day I had to do a kind of Wait, like a small talk? Wait, are you talk. room mom? Okay, so that's oh. part of my mother's moment. <laughs> So I get them, you know, we're running like maybe like half an hour behind. It started at 11. We get there like at 1130. I'm already you know. stressed. I see them gathering like under this tree, like our classroom. And, you know, so Ford goes with his dad to play. And then they're like, okay, so we, you know, we didn't, um, we just wanted to let you know, we've chosen the room, mom. And it's in a moment where I'm like, okay, you know, like. You're like, I'm ready to receive my crown. <laughs> And they're like, okay, it's going to be Ava's mom. She's standing over there. You should go introduce yourself. She's and like, not she's hung exchange. over today. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's cool. She's like, you know, she has an older child in school already. So she's been a uh, part of the, you know, the school family for a little bit. And okay. not biased at Again, all. at the end of the day is probably the best thing. I do not have time to be a room mom. I'm glad you came to that realization. But I still wanted it to be remote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe next year. But I don't know. It was interesting to see, like, you know, the reflection of the child. It's and the really parents. crazy that they would announce it that way, though. Like, that is, like, 
That feels weird. Really? To, to be honest, I think anybody else cared. Forum, I don't think like, anyone cared. And I feel like the room mom was even like, yeah, I guess. Like, oh, because I'm like, oh, hi. So I hear the room mom, you know, I'm Ford's mom. She's like, yeah, I guess. I mean, like, I just found out. Like, she didn't even apply for it. You know, like, she like are you the president of chess club? Because I also yeah, she was, was like, in the oh, running. Yeah, like, I didn't know. She was like, not annoyed that she had chosen, but kind of like very like, oh, yeah. No big deal. No big I guess. deal. I just found out, like, you know. But it was nice. It was nice to see the parents and their children. I don't know. We were kept guessing, like, Do okay, you feel you... like you might have, like, a friend, a new friend? I don't know. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. Um, wow. I was dehydrated. I was tired. I was sleepy. Dehydrated is the new um, word. <laughs> yeah, it was not 100%. But everyone was so sweet and so nice. Except for, like, this one dad. But he's not part of Ford's class. But there's always that one dad. Because they did like a little small, like, I guess, birthday party on the side. And of course, like, Ford went over and kind of was like touching the pinata and I kind of get, getting some of the gifts. And I was like, baby, you know, stay over here. And it's hard to control yeah. a toddler in one specific area. But it was nice. It was really, really nice. And it was like our first, like, you know, parent bonding experience. And it was sweet. All right. Parenting styles. I kind of... Sh- wrote down the information because it was very specific in terms of like these are the seven most popular known parenting styles okay and maybe we could read those seven okay we'll describe some of them so i'll go through these seven there is authoritative authoritarian what those feel the same already um very different i just (laughs) attachment parenting permissive parenting Free range is that not to be confused with the free range chickens that give you the healthy eggs. <laughs> Stupid mom jokes. Sorry, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Helico- literally, Pamela's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Helicopter parenting and then uninvolved neglectful. Well, okay. I think <laughs> these are probably like maybe what social workers or psychologists like categorize people in because I don't think anyone in their right mind would be like I am an uninvolved neglectful parent once you read the pros and the cons for each of them I kind of feel like my mom was one of those not out of choice but out of necessity like she was just not involved they didn't have time like I was working I was you know and like oh wait I hadn't even thought about like seeing which one my mom and what I did find interesting on this article and I think maybe a lot of us will relate it says how you parent will depend on how you were raised how you see others parenting and even to some extent, and I think for us, this is a big one, your cultural background. A yeah. lot of these were like, I think there's one of them where it's like, like what Instagram makes you think you need yeah, to be. Yeah, so for example, we'll start with authoritative. Which authoritative. Is, mm-hmm. Yes. No, 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 no. The second authoritarian. one. Authoritarian. Yes. A lot of these, I'm like, there's no way a Latina mom let any of this fly. Where like they negotiate like, oh, do you feel comfortable? Okay, do you think it's okay to stay up till 10 p.m.? If you do, then it's going to be consequences. And, you know, but hey, it's up to you. But that's what Instagram tells us to do nowadays. Like, you know, they're like, I validate your feelings. I'm gonna be like, te voy a meter. Like, I mean, not. She, my mom's never violent, actually. And we don't, we don't condone that. But she was just like, no. You know, she I, went from I, like, we I'm not involved, um, I don't care, to like Juan too. He's so mad. He's been catching up on motherish. I guess he, he says he waits to like binge listen. Lies. The other day I walk in, he was like building these like picnic tables for Victoria. And he's like laughing and I was like, what's happening? And then I realize he's listening to motherish and he goes, you talk so much shit about me on motherish. Aww. And I was like, what? But I usually think it's good stuff. Yeah, that's what I told them. I was like, you were listening to the wrong episode. Okay, so again, this is from an article on healthline.com. 
And let's go in order. So we'll start with authoritative. So this is, I'm going to read the four points of what makes an authoritative Important note parent. though, many child development specialists consider this the most reasonable and effective form of right, parenting. So all of them are like, mm-hmm, this is mm-hmm. me. Let's okay. see. You set clear and consistent rules and boundaries. You have reasonable expectations for your children. You listen to input from your child and you're generous with positive feedback. That sounds like you're like the nicest, perfect mom. But let's be real. Like the interesting thing is that once you read the first no, no. category, what, maybe someone who's listening says, "Oh, but that's me." Then if that's right, you, like, but congrats, you think you're that until you listen to the other ones. That's <laughs> happened to me. That happened. To you me. don't really know what you are. Okay. Until you listen to all the options. Okay. Authoritarian. They're not about winning any popularity contests. I already love this. <laughs> well, which is a good thing since popularity matters very little when it comes to making the right choices. That's true. So these parents focus on keeping the troops in line so they can be their best selves. You set strict rules and expect your children to follow them. You punish them, sometimes severely. You have high expectations and expect that your children will meet them every single time. And you do not encourage open communication. This is not me. This sounds very extreme, right? Like very strict. Yeah, and I don't think I grew up with this. And this is not Juan's parenting style either. <laughs> no, I could definitely not see Juan doing that. Okay, up next. The attachment parenting. Ever see Mommy Dearest? <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> You've never seen Mommy Dearest? What is that? Karen. Is that, oh a, my... is that a movie? It's a movie. I think I was is like... Is it a scary movie? It sounds a, like yeah, a scary, it's a scary movie. Movie. It's a mom that becomes obsessed. Wow, so that means this article is already judgy about this parenting style. <laughs> Well, it's actually telling you, well, think the opposite. Attachment parenting is a child-centric form of parenting in which you create a safe, secure environment for a child. So the two main points are you have a lot of physical contact with your child. That's why I think I'm like, oh, maybe I am attachment parenting. You hold care and even I don't co-sleep with my child, but you co-sleep with your child. You respond to your child's needs without hesitation. You soothe, you comfort, and you support in order to make your child feel safe and loved. Mm-hmm. I mean, mommy dear, to be honest, I kind of forgot. But I know one scene is where like she expects her to have certain type of hangers like in her closet. I literally never heard of this. <laughs> it's a famous line where everyone's like, when your mommy comes crazy, you're like, oh my God, no more metal hangers or wire hangers. That's the line. No more wire hangers. And she loses it. She's like a crazy mom. The other one is permissive parenting. Okay, this is the one that I didn't think related to any like Latina moms out there. Oh, wait, but then it says, it's so tricky. It says, they're loving and warm, but they don't set any strict limits or boundaries. Don't always attempt to control your children. Have a few of any rules and you allow your children to make their own decisions. I feel like this is more like a progressive parent. This sounds like Juan. Okay. No, literally, last night I went out and he was taking care of Victoria and it was like 9.30 and he sends me a video of her sitting in the middle of our bed watching TV. And in the video, he goes, ¿Quieres leche? And she goes, no. And he's like, she doesn't want milk yet. And I'm like, who's the parent? <laughs> Who is the parent in this scenario? Uh, I also think it changes with the age of your child, right? Because when you're babies and they're toddlers, you're still trying to figure out what their personalities are, like what they respond to, what they are not okay with. And I think maybe eventually it evolves with time. I don't know. I'm hoping that I could have like an open discussion with Ford when he's older and kind of like negotiate. And so that was permissive. And then there is the free range parenting. Which actually use your Like chickens, you see? I wasn't off. It says they're not confined to a cage. So free-range parents give their kids independence, responsibility, freedom, and control. So some of the good things about this is that their kids tend to be less depressed, less anxious, and more able to make decisions. 
The cons of this are that the children might get hurt when they're unsupervised, but the risk is small. And then in some states, oh my gosh, free-range parents can be charged with neglect. It happened to some Maryland parents when they allowed their children to walk home alone from a park. I think my mom was free-range. Yeah, get figure out. Come home from school. I don't know. Like, okay. <laughs> I can see maybe, I mean, I, I obviously, this is me. This is a stretch because I wasn't there. But I think based on everything I've heard from my mother-in-law, like, she definitely, like, when she talks about parenting and the way she parented Juan and his brother, like, it was very much like, they need to learn how to make their own decisions. They need to learn how to figure this out. Like, come on, I also think moms parent different sexes differently. Like if you're a boy or a girl, I definitely think... Super Latin culture driven. Which is like like, not fair, I think, for the babies, especially baby boys. I definitely think there's a certain expectation of like independence and strength and... But for me, it's more than not fair. It's like we are... By parenting that way, I also feel like we are continuing to like make a new generation of, of, course, yeah. of human beings that feel like that fall into specific categories i'm a woman i must get married i must bear children blah 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 and it's like no like sorry stroke a chord with me but it's true i mean especially now that i'm a boy mom like there's a lot of pressure for boys you know and a lot of like pressure to mature before they're ready to mature and be independent before they're ready to be independent being stronger than they are like and the physical also stress about it you know even like you know moms that hold their children a lot of the boys get held back a year back so they could be like the bigger and the older and like there's a famous book the outliners kind of promotes the fact that you should hold them back so that they are the bigger child in their class and um there's something about like just letting them be babies and or like letting them be in tune with their emotions, which is a whole other thing where it's like, you're a boy, you shouldn't cry. Well, why not? The other category is helicopter. We know a lot about this one. <laughs> helicopter parenting. The parents under this, I guess, category, they try to control many situations out of love, may we add. They lack confidence in their child's, well, any child's ability to handle situations as skillfully as an adult would. Fair enough, that usually happens. They are constantly offer guidance to their children and they jump in to solve their children's problems. I could see the cons in this though. I mean, they're definitely, you're gonna, I guess, steal them from their self-confidence, a little bit of self-esteem. They always feel they get used to having someone over their shoulder making the decisions or kind of like having mm. their back. And apparently they make, it tends to make children not as able problem solvers as if you were more like of a let go of free range, make your own decisions um, and learn. I feel like everyone is like a combination of a lot of these. As I hear this, I'm trying to figure out like which one is my mom. And like my mom's like a little bit of helicopter, a little bit of free range, a little bit of everything, you know. And the next one. Oh yeah, the neglect one. <laughs> You're like, I want to hear about I that one. I want to hear about this one. <laughs> okay, uninvolved neglectful parenting. So what's been labeled under this is a style that is often outside the parent's control. If you're a single parent and working two jobs yeah. to make ends meet, for example, necessity may dictate a tough reality, and that is that you feel more disconnect with your child. Mm -hmm. So neglectful parents feel indifferent towards their child, possibly due to the situation outside of the parent's control. They don't take care of the child's physical and emotional needs beyond the basics. Okay, that's like child abuse, but okay. Can act dismissively, lack responsiveness, are emotionally or physically absent from the child's life, may be physically abusive. All right, after reading all of these, which one do you mostly connect with? 
I don't know. I think I want to say the first one, which is authoritative. So I think I'm trying to set clear boundaries. Mm -hmm. Again, it's very hard at this age for Ford because he knows no boundaries, right? Like for him, it's like, he, I don't even think he understands to know sometimes. Mm -hmm. He's starting to pick up on it now because of my, I think the tone of my voice, if I raise my voice or if I'm like, I don't know, just get a little bit more angry. I think yeah. he picks up on it now. But before it was like, He's like no, he didn't okay. care. Exactly. Yeah. So it's hard get, to set boundaries. Get ready for when, when they know what it means. And, and then they, they still do ignore it. ignore you. They don't hear anything at all. Like they're just like, she's saying no. <laughs> she's saying no. It says I have reasonable expectations. I think I, I'm flexible in terms of like, okay, I understand when he doesn't know what he's doing. And I very clearly know when he's just pushing, you know, mm -hmm. my buttons. And I think in the future, I want to be someone who like listens to input from my child. Like, I think he's going to be like a little negotiator, yeah. like, right? I think genetic is allowed to play in that part. And I think I kind of negotiate. Yeah. His father is a big negotiator. So I feel like maybe that may come into play. And I do want him to be able to present an argument in a reasonable yeah. way. And then yeah, yeah, come yeah. to like, and are generous with positive feedback. I do think I'm a huge you know, in the love language, words of affirmation are very important to me. Mm -hmm. And I do make a point of always telling him like, I love you. You're so loved. Te quiero, te amo. Que lindo, mi hijo. You know, like mm -hmm. to the point that it's probably going to be annoying for him. But I do want him to to get used to that type of like positive affirmation. Because even though my mom was physically maybe very absent for whatever reason, she was very good at letting us know with words, with messages, with letters, with cards. She was a big card member she, for everything we got a card, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that had a very positive impact, a very long lasting impact on my sister and I in terms of like security and self-confidence and just feeling loved just makes you feel more successful in everything else that you do. So I do want to be like that type of parent where like I'm constantly giving like positive feedback instead mm -hmm. of like reprimanding constantly. I mean, do you agree? I don't... I agree. I'm maybe like a splash now because you're so little of helicopter mom. I do feel like that. And I become better, but like I sometimes... I went a through splash. a season. I like that. I like that. Yeah, like a little sprinkle, like a little mist. Where I went through a really bad stage where I felt like no one did a, a good, good of a job. Yeah, yeah as I yeah. did. Like no one's going to clean him as like I do. No one's going to dress him like I do. No one's, And I'm like, that's not true. Mm -hmm. You know, but I had a very hard time letting go. And I think I'm, I'm getting there, yeah. you know? I think in my case, like up until this season of my life with Victoria, I probably relate a lot more to the attachment parenting. I think working from home for the last couple of years has made that be one of How the... How funny, when I read it, I thought of you. Yeah. But maybe because of co-sleeping. For me, the co-sleeping is a very... It, it does tangible way yeah. of measuring or maybe categorizing this type of parenting. Yeah. Another thing that highlights this a little bit is like the way I resolve conflict with her. So, for example, when she's having a really intense tantrum or she's like having a, a meltdown about something and she's very frustrated, I've tried throughout the last like six months, like different ways to approach it. I've done everything from like grabbing her and putting her in timeout and telling, doing exactly what I read somewhere on the internet that is like, you know, you have time here to, here's a safe space for you to think about this and reflect and I'll be here and blah, 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 blah. But that just never works with us. So the thing that does work the most for us is when she is having a really wild moment and she's like, ah, whatever. I bring in energy to bring her down. I usually sit down on the floor in front of wherever she is and I grab her and I hug her until she breaks, until she like gets out of it. And it usually works really well because I'll be like, okay, now let's talk. 
you know, but it's usually with like love and a lot of affection and like physical, like giving her a hug, like a strong hug to break that. And that kind of helps her snap out of whatever, you know, intense, frustrating moment that she's in. Because even with like when I have put her in timeout and stuff like that, like I don't feel good about it either. She's definitely like I can see it in her face that like, she's Does just she like I don't know what timeout already or so supposedly by this age like, you're supposed to be able to start doing that with them if it's something that you choose if it's something that works for you and sometimes it may be better for your child if depending on your child's personality. But like I see her sitting there like you know I don't understand why this doesn't fit for me like what are we doing um, and usually even. Even after like, you know, two minutes, five minutes, whatever, like she'll come back and she's still mad. So like it doesn't break through. It doesn't get through to her. It's so it's effective perhaps. Yeah. Right so now. This, this style of discipline, which is probably much more aligned to the like attachment parenting has been something that feels good for us right now. I think that a lot of things are going to change when she starts school because even the fact of spending many hours without seeing each other at all is going to be a huge change for us. Um, and we're going to have to learn to adapt. Like I talk to her about it every single day. Like she gets when she sees me leaving, she sees my outfit change and she's like, okay, she knows. what's going on? Where are you going? Why are you leaving? And so I tell her, you know how daddy works? Well, guess what? Mommy works too. And mommy's going to go work. And I said, pretty soon when mommy goes to work, you're going to come with me and I'm going to drop you off at school. And when school is done, I'm going to pick you up. And she's like, hmm, okay. <laughs> you know, but it's a process she's for both of us. It. Yeah, it's going to be a process for both of us because of this I think, style of parenting that just felt right for me. When I was reading the article, I was a lot more aware of like, okay, what type of children does this type of parenting develop, mm -hmm. you know, according to this research? I think I'm more concerned about like, okay, what's going to be the impact on my child in the long term? Yeah. So, for example, attachment parenting does not make a child attached. No. Right? No. Yeah. So I found that very interesting because... Oh you don't God. want a, a yes. child who's Did, like attached. Have you, you watched want... Love is Blind too? I have not, no. I saw the first one, but I haven't seen this. I know. I've... Well, there was a whole thing on... I'll have to say this without giving spoilers. It's there's... so funny though, because now that you mentioned that, I saw another, like a TikTok saying like, every time you date someone that you don't like, it all comes down to mommy issues or daddy issues. <laughs> right? <laughs> like... Well, what they were saying, so there's one specific person, I'm not going to say who, because I don't want to ruin it, but there's a person who walks away from the possibility of marriage with this person. There's all these in the parenting internet world. There's all this talk about like that's because this could be the result of either attachment style parenting or the kind of parenting that makes them know that they have that foundation to fall back on. Right. Like you can't make this kind of decision and walk away from someone so confidently unless you feel really secure that you have, in this case, family that's going to be there for you. And I found it so like inspiring. There's like one specific relationship that I walked away from and it was very hard to break out of it. And I literally fell right back into my parents' house. Like I could only have the strength to do that at the right. time that I did it because I knew I had somewhere to fall back on. And so I was like, okay, this is all related to the parenting styles, but whatever. She didn't watch it, you guys. I totally understand that argument. Yeah, I know. I just want you to watch the show. I want you to be like, oh my God. Yes, I mean, that's why the whole thing about like when women are with like these toxic relationships, a lot of it has to do with daddy issues and the fact that they don't have a, you know, they mm -hmm. don't feel like they have like a protection yeah. or someone who's like, mm -hmm. oh, so I heard. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is very interesting. And I think it's worth reading it when you have time because it is a learning process. And it's, it's also very enlightening to identify yourself 
and be true to yourself and be like, yeah. okay, maybe I am parenting this way and I don't know if I want to continue this path. Mm-hmm. And maybe I could adapt more of like this style because it seems like the pros for this one are going to be more beneficial for my child, you know? And again, I think personality, I think values and I think culture play a big, big role. Yeah, Because sure. it's so engraved in us from past generations that it's sometimes very hard to break those cycles. To all of you helicopter moms, I understand. <laughs> Thank you so much. And we would love to hear from you. Like, what kind of parenting style do you think you Maybe have? we'll come up with our own categories now. Oh, right? yeah. Like a so little the, hybrid. We're a style of parenting. I know. <laughs> <Motherish>. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Bye, guys. Thank you.